This is Welcome Home Radio from the Fresno Association of Realtors on 940 KYNO. Well, good morning and welcome to Welcome Home Radio. This is Don Scordino, your host on our Valley's most informative real estate talk show. This hour is being brought to you by the Fresno Association of Realtors. And the goal that we have is to provide our listeners the real facts and the real stats about our local market. Heck, you wouldn't go into a football game without a well-prepared game plan. Well, real estate's no different. We'll provide you with that information that will... uh, help you make that informed decision so you'll be a winner in the real estate market. And here's a little tidbit of information for you on local real estate. Um, Just last night, I was checking statistics in, in our multiple listing service, and the median sale price in Fresno County for August of 2023 was right at $400,000. And guess what it was August of 2022, right at $400,000. Boy, it seems like a nice, stable market. (laughs) It's been quite a ride in between there. But, um, uh, you know, I think a homeowner has to take pleasure in knowing that the value is staying the same. Now, something that really piqued my interest recently is a lot of talk going on about Measure E um, that's going to be coming to our ballot soon. Mm -hmm. So I looked into that. I went to the media day last last or or earlier this week. Uh, In the media day, I I, I learned a lot and uh, grabbed a couple of the key people there and brought them in here and they're going to help us today. We're going to learn what Measure E is, what it is, why we need it, um, and what it will do. And to um, help with that, we have assembly, uh, Assemblyman Jim Patterson from District 8. Yep. Good, good morning. Good morning. Good to be with you. Yes, glad you're here. And uh, you're no stranger to radio, so I don't have to worry <laughs> about you being nervous. All right. <laughs> well, another guy that I don't need to worry about being nervous from Orman Communications is Tim Orman. Good morning. Good morning. Thanks for having us here. Uh, you're, you're welcome. Thank you for being on here because real estate, uh, the, uh, a real estate agent has to be proud of their community uh, it, so that we can uh, promote homes, sell homes. And yep. um, this, this Measure E, I believe, is something that can really help yep. our community. And yeah, Don, uh, I, I have regularly been asked, uh, why do I support things like Measure E? And, I, I, and look, I am essentially a fiscal conservative. Um, I think that uh, tax money has to be spent on the precise things that you promised you would spend it on. So there's got to be accountability. And I think that it has to be approved by the people who are going to pay those taxes And I think that when you ask yourself the question, what would Fresno be like if we didn't have Measure C? What would Fresno be like if we didn't have Measure Z? Uh, What would our schools be like if we didn't support the school bonds? And I would couple all of that with this, and this is a real estate 
show. I'm convinced that one of the surest ways to make sure that you have a stable and uh, real estate market and you have stable home values is because of the amenities that you have in a community. And I, I'm, I am glad to support good ideas when they further the improvement of our community and make it a much better place to live and reaches out and stretches these uh, amenities to all kinds of folks. The other reason I'm involved in it is because I really do believe that when you democratize the, the, uh, the cost of the kinds of things we really want in our communities, uh, instead of a handful of people paying a big chunk of it, like, like a property tax, what a sales tax does, and by the way, this is a small few cents on a cup of coffee, and, but, it, but boy, when everybody participates, it adds up and can be a, a real game changer for, for Fresno State and, and for the community. Um, so look, I make no apologies for being a fiscal conservative who, who says, when we have a need and when no one else is stepping up to do it, then we need to take our destiny in our own hands and for a few cents here and there, we're going to have a first-class zoo. We, we have a first-class uh, uh, highway, road, and transportation system because we uh, supported Measure C. Look at uh, the, the community colleges, that uh, the West Fresno campus. Look at the Clovis Community Campus. Why is that a reality today? Because we went to the ballot box, and I and Sharon and others supported the, the bond measures that gave us those those amenities. If you look around in, in Fresno today, this is a very different city than when I was mayor of Fresno. And partly it's because over a period of time, people have stepped up and said yes to the zoo, yes to the transportation needs, yes to the community uh, college needs, yes to our, our school needs. All of that is a rising tide that makes sure that our economy is reasonably strong, that it is reasonably democratized where people can uh, you know, rise, uh, get a good education, uh, step into, uh, you know, jobs that they've prepared for, but also be able to afford a home in Fresno. Uh, and as I've said before, home ownership is the, apart from an education as well, these are the kinds of things that when people get a good education and, and they can afford to buy a home, uh, if they are in first generation uh, poverty, that home and that good education will lift them out of that poverty and they will be the first that go to school and college, first that graduate and first that own a home, then their kids and then their grandkids, okay? That's rising tides that floats everybody's boats. Let's all pitch in, we'll have a little bit of it and uh, all of us will pitch in and, and it will rise to the occasion. Well, how much does this really cost? And Tim, you're you're kind of the technical expert on yes. on this stuff. So, how much is this going to cost? It's a quarter cent sales tax, so it's going to on a four dollar purchase, like a Starbucks coffee, it adds a penny to one penny. Yeah, to a forty dollar purchase, it adds a dime to to your four hundred dollar dinner at. Um, say Fleming's with a couple of good bottles of crew wine <laughs> it'll, add, <laughs> it'll add a dollar all right so so, so it, it's pennies in that sense but but the beauty of measure e is over the 25 year life of it 
it will create nearly 27,000 jobs, $5.5 billion in economic impact, which from a real estate perspective is going to raise everybody's property values. I liked what you just said, 27,000 jobs? Yes. We had an economic impact study done by Dr. Joseph Pinbera, former dean of the Fresno State Craig School of Business, internationally recognized economist. Um, so we trust those numbers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that would do a lot for our real estate community, 27,000 jobs. Yeah. I, like I said before, imagine if we didn't do the things that uh, I just outlined, uh, if, if we didn't help uh, Clovis... Uh, Unified or Fresno Unified. I mean, look at, for example, Duncan Polytechnic Technical School. There, my son, Jason, teaches there. Well, part of the reason that that is a gem of a place that that teaches pre med, they have a first class ROTC program. Uh, they've got a a, a, a truck uh, mechanic and repair operation. They're tying uh, education with really good paying jobs in the trades. Uh, we wouldn't have these kinds of th- look at the SeaTech school that uh, uh, that uh, the Fresno County Office of Education put together. You you don't do that um, unless you have a willing populace that says I believe in this. Education is really important, and you know something, I can afford you know ten cents on a pizza. I suppose something like that. It'd be several pizzas, <laughs> unless you get a $40 pizza somewhere, Jim. <laughs> so it, it, but also there's some, some people who uh, just gut wrench oppose Measure E, in my estimation, are exaggerating. They have not thought through what we are really trying to do here. And they are making excuses that because this is a state university that the state of California ought to be taking care of it. Well, yeah, in the perfect world, you would think that would happen. But I'm here to tell you, I have spent almost 12 years in the assembly in Sacramento. I've joined other members of the legislature year in and year out, budget in and year out, advocating for more funds for Fresno State in every single budget. We've been denied over and over again. And I think it's hypocritical for the members of the legislature and for, you know, governor like Newsom to come through our area and say, I care about this damn valley, which he, and yet uh, the, the, the governors and legislators I've had to work with say they support higher education, they support Fresno and Central California, it's important to them, but they've never, ever agreed to allocate the funding necessary to help Fresno State receive their essential needs. That's kind of been the history of Fresno, though. I, I know that um, for the longest time, we only had one DMV office in, in the city of Fresno when other cities around the state ha- would have multiple ones. Now, we, we now have more than one, but barely. So that, that was an example of the state sure. not really looking out for us. Yeah, but I want to contrast what used to be with what is today. Because I think we are living at a time when we can see the absolute value of Measure Z in the zoo, the absolute value of Measure C in in our transportation uh, systems here, the absolute value of school bonds, 
And I have supported them year in and year out as mayor and in the legislature. Why? First of all, it's ne- it's necessary. Secondly, uh, it it raises the uh, amenity level. Uh, and Fresno is today a region, not just a city and not just a county. And if you take a look at what the community college system has been able to do since we passed their bond. Look at the community college there in West Fresno. That is an absolute game changer. And I was there to go behind the scenes and take a, a tour. Look at the Com- Clovis Community College. They're right in the middle right now of building a big C-Tech building. Technical education is the new pathway into the 21st century and into, and into trade jobs that pay well and, ha- and have good benefits. So there, and then look at our look at our airport. I mean, that airport is internationalized. It, uh, the Dyer administration is building on the, the, the basically the framework that uh, I put together and we built when we put the new airport together and internationalized it back when I was mayor. Measure C has provided us with transportation, roads, streets, and highways where we don't have the back-to-back uh, travel. And so I want to make the case that Measure C will do for Fresno State what all of these other things have done, but it will also do something for our community that will be every bit as impactful as Measure Z, Measure C, the school bonds, and, and all of that. Let's take care of ourselves because Sacramento isn't going to do it. Okay, and we do have to go to our first commercial break, but when we get back, we're going to get more into why we really need this and what it will do for us. And um, so stay tuned to Welcome Home Radio. Thank you. Well, welcome back to Welcome Home Radio. <clears throat> this is Don Scordino, your host. And here in the studio with us today, we have Assemblyman Jim Patterson and also Tim Orman, who is the campaign manager for Measure E. And um, our intro music there was just perfect. I'm proud of this house we built <laughs> by Brooks and Dunn. And, hey, I know I've always been proud to be a bulldog, be proud. Uh, born and bred in, in Fresno and part of Fresno State. I remember one time I was at a conference, a realtor conference in Washington, D.C., and people from all over the nation there. The table next to us was talking about the Fresno State Bulldogs. <laughs> and I looked over there to see, well, there must be someone from Fresno there. No, they were all from Indiana, but they were talking about the Bulldogs. <laughs> so, okay. What does, uh, Tim, I'm going to ask you, what sure. does Measure E stand for? E, does that stand, stand for essential? Education, excellence. Okay. All, all right. It, uh, what is it in Measure E that is going to provide benefits to our listening public? Um, you can go on our website, which is yesonmeasure.e.com. And look at the, the detailed project list that we have that details um, how the, the projected funds from Measure E will be spent. We will address the, uh, I don't know quite how to describe it, but, but it's a serious deficiency in deferred maintenance on the campus. And this is because the state of California gives the CSU system in Fresno State barely enough money to survive much less thrive we're essentially on a starvation diet so yeah we're proud of this house we built 
But the problem is, is if you don't, you know, this is a realtor. If you don't maintain your house, if you don't take care of prob- roofing problems before the rainstorm, um, you're going to have leaks and you're going to have issues. Fresno State is basically falling apart at the seams. We, we showed a video at the media day you mentioned in the opening, and, and you saw it. And, you know, there, there's, there's classrooms that are in complete disrepair. There's ceiling tiles missing. There's mold. There's peeling paint. There's asbestos and lead. There's wires hanging down. Um, and it's because the lack of funding. So the first thing we're going to address is about $500 million worth of deferred maintenance on campus. That means fixing roofs. It means uh, replacing air conditioning systems that no longer work. And when those air conditioning systems don't work, they go back to Zoom learning. And we all know Zoom learning is its an oxymoron because it's Zoom, but it's not learning. Right, right. Yeah, um, I took a test one time on Zoom yeah, after a class, and I finished 33rd out of 37 in a multiple listing service exam. So that shows you why I, I guess I wasn't paying attention. Look, I, I'm Look a, at those cat videos. Yeah, I'm a, <laughs> I, I'm a, a, a proud Fresno State alum, and one of the things that I love about the campus is that from the outside, the exterior, it looks really good. And I've got to hand it to uh, the leadership there that uh, the grounds look good, uh, uh, the exterior looks good. Uh, there's been some new buildings that have come up thanks to some generous, big donations from people in our community. But it's underneath the skin that is in trouble. I mean, it is the fundamentals of the air conditioning and the plumbing and uh, all of the things that uh, Tim has mentioned here. And so we've got to, uh, in order to begin to uh, grow the nursing program and then grow the uh, engineering program or some of the other programs that are going to really benefit from from, uh, these these expenditures, uh, we've got to get the the fundamental infrastructure done well. It is the foundation upon which everything else is built. So we're going to build a foundation, but then we're also going to fix some of the more glaring uh, problems. But that then sets the stage for the next round of significant growth and opportunity. Uh, When you fix the infrastructure, the students are going to benefit, the community is going to benefit, and we've Tim and I have talked about this. So we have a terrible nurse shortage in, in Fresno. We have a sixteen hundred. We have a yeah. We have a terrible uh, shortage of uh, engineers as well. And one of the two things that I'm really excited about is that we're going to substantially increase the number of nurses we graduate and substantially increase the number of engineers we graduate. There's a lot of people who are frustrated, and there's a lot of realtors. And, and home builders that were very frustrated and angry that PG&E was not able to energize their new homes. Many of them were falling out of uh, escrow because they couldn't be energized. And if you recall back, uh, we, we were pretty public about it. The mayor was there, I was there, others from our, our, our education community uh, that was basically just saying, PG&E, get your act together, get us energized we not we can't be a third world country where electricity is needed but you can't get it turned on and the, the the fact remains that the biggest problem we have we don't have enough engineers in the state of california 
to meet the demand of engineering the transmission lines necessary to get the electricity to the places it's needed, of all things. And one of the conversations I had with Saul, the president, who was, I just think he's a lovely guy. I mean, I, he and I become buds. And I think he's the right person for that job at, at the right time. And we had this conversation. Why doesn't Fresno State become one of the premier educators of those engineers in California who can design and build and connect transmission. We've got electricity. We can't get it to where we need it. And so one of the things I'm hoping for is that we'll, we'll close that nurse gap, but we'll also have a lot of really good engineers who will be working in the state of California to energize electricity, for goodness sakes. So that's why we have so many traveling nurses. It yeah, is that, that's absolutely exactly. right. Yeah. COVID, a lot of nurses retired, decided they didn't want to be nurses any longer. So... Um, our local hospital officials are telling us we're 1,600 nurses mm-hmm. short. I mean, the traveling nurses is the main reason Madera Community Hospital closed their doors. Um, what this will allow us to do is after we do that deferred maintenance, we're going to build brand new structures, modern, state-of-the-art classrooms for nursing, engineering, criminology, ag. Um, our ag school is tremendous, world-renowned, but they need, they need new facilities. Some of those buildings are tin they look like Quonset huts built from World War II. So those new facilities and modern state-of-the-art are going to make keep Fresno State competitive. Um, it, it's no um, – it, the, the, there's, well, there's a reason why Fresno is the 34th largest city in the country and the center of the central California. It's Fresno State. It's one of our most powerful economic and social engines. But like all engines, it needs const, constant maintenance and, and tune, being tuned up. That's what Measure E does, is it keeps that engine performing at peak capacity. It takes it to a new level, which raise, helps everybody in the community. You know, it's funny. I'm looking at this project list of the things that need to be improved. The one you found on yesonmeasurede.com? Yes, that'd be the one. Actually, I think it's the one you handed to me. But I'm looking at this almost like a home inspection report Yes, Um, on an individual home. If a home inspector goes through that home and says, hey, this this hasn't been touched in years and years. It needs improvement. Um, It's to make that home more valuable and more useful. It needs to be done. So let me I. I'd like to just say a couple of words to people listening who are inclined to vote no on this. And, and you know, we, this has to get to 50 plus 1%. Uh, and there are some people that think, uh, you know, we're, we're, we're taxed enough and all of that. I hope I made the case that when we take these deeds into our own hands, we have been successful with the zoo and with our, high, uh, our, our roads and our highways. Uh, with, uh, because we have 100% control of that tax and, money. And, and it all stays here. And they all have first-rate groups of local individuals who are on these oversight committees that make sure that you say, we'll spend the zoo money this way or we'll spend the road money this way. And we're going to have a very similar accountability group uh, that is going to say, all right, this is what we promised and now this is what we're going to do. We're also going to uh, put audits out. These oversight, this oversight committee will have public meetings. People can come and... And saying, listen, but 
if if we if we say no to measure E, what we're really saying no to are our our kids, our young people, uh, our students, because the capacity that the university needs to build to is entirely dependent on that infrastructure, which is the foundation upon which we can build. And so I just want you to think about what we get for spreading the participation around. And most folks, when they go out and you know buy something, they won't miss the few dollars. Pennies. Yeah, it, well, if you buy something bigger than that. But, but, but the point is, um, we're doing just fine when we, we, have me, we have Measure C. We're doing just fine, we have Measure Z. We go to the ballot box and we approve the, the, these community college improvements. That, that's, a, that's a bond measure. Uh, our schools are building, uh, look, at, look at what uh, Central Unified is doing. Look what Clovis is doing and, and Fresno Unified and, and some of these new campuses that they're putting together. And um, I see this firsthand because my middle son and my daughter-in-law are teachers, one in Clovis, one in, in uh, Fresno. And um, that's, we need to be thinking, especially those of us who are older and who say, well, we kind of paid our fair share. We've, you know, Think about the next generation. Think about what we can do. Um, and just ask yourself, is it worth it? Will they do it the way they promised us they would? And is it essential? Can we say no because the state's somehow going to have an epiphany and turn around from telling us no to telling us yes? Don't bet on it, folks. No, I wouldn't Don't bet, bet on, on that. So come rise up and take charge of our own destiny. Uh, if we're ever going to meet the daunting challenges that face Fresno State today and into the future, we're going to have to take that destiny into our own hands. This measure gives us the tools and the opportunity to do it. And it accumulates to a lot of money, but it's disaggregated to a small amount to each individual who will be paying into it. That's right. my case. Okay, and with that, we are going to our next commercial break. But when we get back, I'm going to ask some real pointed questions on this. I'm, I'm going to take the naysayer approach and have the both of you shoot me down. <laughs> so when we get back, uh, well, well, stay tuned. Well, welcome back to Welcome Home Radio. This is Don Scordino, your host, and we are talking about yes on Measure E for Fresno County here with Tim Orman and Assemblyman Jim Patterson. Um, I promised I was going to ask some of those tough questions. So um, wh why is it that I should be voting yes on E? Uh, how about if I were to say, well, I don't like the idea of any more taxes. Nobody likes the idea of any more taxes, except when you get what you're paying for, which is exactly what Fresno County voters are getting with Measure C and Measure Z and what they will get with Measure E, is they get their money's worth, they get local control of their tax dollars instead of shipping them off to, to Sacramento and Washington and seeing them used like toilet paper, they actually see their money get used to the for what it's supposed to be used for. 
you know, I took the grandkids to the zoo last year. No and offense. When I went in there into the zoo, I couldn't believe it. And the first thing I thought of was, wow, this is an excuse me. This is an example of taxes really working. That Measure Z, it worked. One of the things that I am proudest of is what Fresno did to basically decouple the future of the zoo with the politics of City Hall. And that's what Measure Z did. It took, when they were competing with public roads and streets. They were public works, public safety. And you know the politics of city councils can get really ugly. pretty ugly. And, and guess who was paying the big price? It was our zoo. What I loved about what happened was people said, okay, here's how we're going to do it. We're going to take it out of that competition for city hall. We're going to give it a stream of revenue that is uh, regular and it, and it grows over time and we're going to put it essentially in a lockbox that says we're going to spend it exactly the way we said we were going to spend it and we put not politicians in charge but community people who had kids and they went out and reached to the very best people in zoology and in, and, and in, and in American zoos and they have executed that plan to perfection. The same thing happened with Measure C. And I sat on that transportation authority during the time I was mayor. What was our job? Our job was to make sure it did what, it, what we promised them that it would, would do. And so we simultaneously put together our north, south, east, west, and crosstown uh, freeways. We synchronized uh, traffic lights. We did a lot of work on the arterials and, and the collectors. And here we sit in the fifth largest city in the state of California. And with rare exceptions, uh, we pretty much have a, a, a pretty easy commute and, and pretty easy getting around on our, on our surface streets and, and our highways. And then I, I keep reminding you, look what people did when they went to the ballot box and said yes to the community college bond. Fresno City College has, has been improved. West Fresno College is, is built and open and has kids in it today. Clovis Community College is building a CTEC building. So to the people that say, no, nah, I'm not going to participate in this, I'm going to say no. With, with all due respect, you're taking a free ride on a lot of other people who said, yes, I'm going to do this. Probably sending your kids to the community college. You're probably driving on roads that maybe other people have paid for. Right? So let's, let's, let's recognize that where we are today is because people have said yes to the future, not just a knee-jerk no. And they have said it based on a promise and a commitment that we're going to do it precisely the way we promised. And then you have to go back to the ballot box and renew it. Well, guess what? Z's been renewed. And I think that that's what we're seeing with, with, with Measure E. Give us the chance to do it. Let us prove that we are telling you the truth and the necessity is there. And then test and see if we don't do it well over the next several years. Let's talk, can we talk about nurses for just a second? Sure. Um, you go to a hospital, you might not be able to get a room, and it's not because they don't have rooms. It's because they don't have enough nurses to take care of the patients in those rooms. Fresno State graduates about 130 nurses a year. But did you know that they turn away 
60, hundreds of students with perfect 4.0 grade point averages because they don't have the facilities or the space to teach those um, nurses. Um, and the other thing is 80% of the, the graduates of Fresno State stay in our area. They become our teachers, our nurses. What Measure E will do is it will allow us to triple, maybe even quadruple the number of nurses that Fresno State graduates every year to address our severe nursing shortage. And everybody in the community, whether you vote yes or no on Measure E, whether whatever you fit in the political um, spectrum, you're going to need the services of that nurse at some point when you go to, to the hospital, when you visit your doctor. Nurses are the essential part of our health care system. So if we don't address this shortage now, it's just going to get worse. Let me say something else. Uh, I, I'm a little uh, tired of some of the uh, individuals who don't have any responsibility like I do to be up in Sacramento representing them to basically say, Jim, you're not doing your job. I have a bill that the, is going to pass this legislature. The governor is going to sign it. And what it is going to do to those nurses who have retired, if you want to come back and volunteer and go back into nursing, we waive your license fees. We waive the continuing education requirements. You're a good nurse. You were a good nurse before. You're going to be a good nurse now. All you got to do is say, I'm going to do it. And <coughs> and you can get your license, and we're not gonna ask you for hundreds of dollars of, uh, of money. Th those continuing education requirements that cost a lot, those are all waived, and it's working its way through the assembly with no no votes, and I think it's gonna come out of the Senate pretty soon, and I think the governor's gonna sign it. There are ways that we can add value to what Fresno State is going to do up in Sacramento by finding ways to be effective. And this is one way where we can help the nurse shortage by encouraging <coughs> nurses who have retired, come back into the in, in, into nursing. We need you now more than ever, and the state's not gonna layer up a bunch of fees and make it difficult and have to take any tests again. You've done it well. Just say you wanna do it, and you can go do it. I've got an idea for you for a new bill. Maybe waiving the fees for us uh, real estate people. <laughs> okay, I know, not going to happen. Uh, that was I, a joke. <laughs> well, well, okay. Well, are you are you willing to uh, lower your commissions? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I am being facetious. I All right. <laughs> um, Tim said something earlier about political, and I got to admit, I don't see anything political about this, whether conservative or liberal. It, this is a benefit to the community. Yes, it's a quarter of a cent tax, um, but if it's uh, taking local control back, because what I'm hearing you say, both of you are saying this, that uh, we that it's going to be administered locally. Again, I, we're, we are discon we're disconnecting the future of Fresno State from the whims of the political establishment up in Sacramento putting it in our own hands, collecting a good chunk of money, re using that money in wise ways, transparent, open to the public with audits. Now, do you think you get that kind of uh, clarity and that kind of non-political non nonsense going on up in Sacramento? I'm here to tell you the reason we're shortchanged is because we're in Central California and we got politicians who have to have the big votes in Los Angeles and the big votes up in the Bay Area and in San Diego and so guess what happens? 
we get shortchanged because we just don't have enough local votes. And as I said before, I have worked with Democrat members from Central uh, California area time and time again. Fresno State needs additional augmentation, and we make the ask. People nod, oh, well, that's okay, Jim, fine. And when it comes right down to it, nobody says yes to it. We get told no over and over again. That's what the zoo was like. We disconnected it from politics, and we put it in the hands of community leaders who we knew we could go see, we could go visit, and we could go say, okay, what are you doing? And we're going to do audits and, and all of that. I'm just saying the best thing we can do for a university is decouple our needs from the political zoo that is up in Sacramento, put it into our own hands with a, a secure amount of funding, and then watch those who are going to be responsible for organizing the oversight committee, watch do them do the job, and we will be able to reap the benefits of Measure Z at the university as well. One of the best things Fresno ever did was decouple the zoo from the politics of City Hall. Let's decouple the future of Fresno State from the goofiness up in Sacramento. Okay, I like that. And here's an analogy for you. Um, let, a few weeks ago, we had those big storms, and throughout the city of Fresno, there were broken tree branches that fell uh, off the city easement uh, and, and into the street or onto your property. Well, you could have sat there and waited and waited and waited for the government to come and do it for you, or you could have done it yourself. And, and that's what I see happening here. Measure E is a chance for us to take care of our own uh, local people and, and um, get something done. With that, we're going to our next commercial break, but stay tuned to Welcome Home Radio, 940 KYNO. Welcome back to Welcome Home Radio. This is Don Scordino, your host, and here in the studio, we have Assemblyman Jim Patterson and Tim Orman, the campaign manager for Yes on Measure E, and we've been talking about Fresno State, why this is so important mm -hmm. to Fresno County. And by the way, this is just a Fresno County uh, measure, right? Correct. So if you live in yeah. Kings County, Merced County, this is not a well, yeah but well, it, it but if you travel you. if you travel into fresno county right and you spend money in fresno county you you collect the sales tax within the county in which it is if, where you're, if where you, that's a very good point so we're that's actually capturing point. other people from outside so it's when i keep saying this democratizes uh, spreads the opportunity for lots of people to help out. That's why it accumulates to such a large amount where we can actually get that $500 million shortfall in, in, the, in taking care of our university. We estimate, uh, you know, unlike a school bond where you have to, as the homeowner or renter, you have to pay 100% of the bond. We think in this case about a third of this sales tax is going to be paid for by people that don't live in Fresno County. And think about it. We're going to build the world's largest Costco at Shaw, and I mean Herndon in 99, you, you think people in Madera, Hanford, <laughs> and Visalia aren't going to be coming to that store, spending their money there, yeah. and guess what? The sales tax goes yeah. in Fresno. And, and Tim makes a great point. This is, not, th this is not the Fresno that I was mayor of back in the, the 90s. 
there's been a, uh, honestly, I think a very significant rebirth, lots of investment. Some of the things we started opened the door for other, like the Costco's and, 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 and all of these the, the big box stores, uh, those kinds of things to come into Fresno. We have proven that we are the fifth largest city in the state of California. We're the capital of the most significant uh, region. Uh, uh, there's, I thought, four or five regions. You got Bay Area, Southern California, LA, but you got Fresno. And Central California, agriculture, but we're also the capital city of, of, what is it, the fifth most important region, one of the top five, whatever it is. And so I, I look, I just think that let's build success upon success, and let's say yes to this. And I'm just going to end it with this. Look, I've been a public person for a long time, eight years mayor, going on the, the 12th year uh, in the legislature, uh, had my own radio station here for 30 years. You know me. Those of you that are thinking, what am I going to do about this? Maybe Jim is convincing or maybe not. If you're thinking about possibly voting no, can I ask you to trust me? Can I ask you to let me look in your eye and tell you, please believe me, it's a small amount. It democratizes the solution. And we're going to have a lot of really good people looking over the shoulder of those who are going to spend this money to make sure they do it the right way. And then join us in celebrating next year, the year after, five years, 10 years later, when we see that university unbelievably re rebuilt. That's what's going on here. I'm just asking you, would you trust me? I don't think I've lied to you in those 20 years. That's right. I, I trust you, Jim. <laughs> Thank you. And some of the points that are sticking for me is that it's local and it's out of the hands of politics. It's into the hands of some administrators that will see to that see to it that it gets spent wisely in, in our own community. I want to re reiterate. Can I ask you a question real quick? You told me this earlier, Don. Two weeks ago, three weeks ago, you were inclined to vote no on Measure E. Has your mind changed since you've gotten this information? Absolutely. <laughs> yes. This information, thank you for uh, saying that. Yeah, I, you know, I'm one of those people. It's like, oh, I don't want to spend more money. Plus, I had the misconception of where the money was going. So my no vote would have been uh, based on... Lack of information. Lack of information, mm. right. Now that I've taken the time to get informed, thanks to you two yeah. and a handful of others. Don't forget the, I'm the current mayor. Would, would, yes. you, would you rather trust what goes on up in Sacramento to somehow change and all of a sudden they'll have an epiphany <laughs> and take care of us in Sorry. Fresno? Or do you want to decouple, cut the, 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 the cord and put it in the hands, not of, there's not going to be necessarily administrators. This oversight group is going to be people in public life that you will know and you'll trust and, uh, and will have had experience in large budgets and looking over uh, audits and, and those kinds of things. And they will be the ones that are going to be saying, this is what we're going to do over here. Yes, you want to do that. Okay, that's in keeping with Measure C, or, or, uh, Measure E. We're going to end up with an with a, with a annual audit our meetings are open to the public. Uh, if that's not local government, local control, 
not with politicians, but with leaders and, and statesmen and people experienced living a life that says, I care about this area and, I, and I've done something about it in my lifetime. Uh, then you're putting your, you're refusing to put your trust in people like us and willing to keep your trust in people like those up in Sacramento. It's time to say no to them and yes to us. All right. And uh, this show for 15 years has all been about local, 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 local. So, uh, and this does it. He, here was a misconception I had going back to Tim's comment. Uh, um, I thought that so much of the money was going towards athletics and not academics, but yet in looking into this, uh, the key points, 85% of the money goes to academics, 15 to athletics. Correct. That, that's the beauty of that detailed project list is you can see see exactly where that money is going, and you're correct. 85% to academic advancement and improvement and 15% to athletics because athletics doesn't get any state support at all. Academics, at least the state will pay for the professors um, and, and the people who, who help the, the academic programs work, but athletics is all privately funded. Another point that kind of helped me change my mind was that, um, you know the old saying, it's it's where the money is, that that's what controls it. Well, if we can put the money locally, local, we can locally control it as opposed to having to wait for someone else to take care of us. And this is us. That, yes. That's an important thing. Fresno State yeah. is us. Yeah. It's our I think the best, argu the best argument for this is look what happened when we took measure a Z and took the, the zoo out of the hands of politicians down at City Hall where they were in com competition with all the other needs of our city, stood it up on its own, gave it a significant and growing amount of funds, and then put first-class people that we knew we can touch. We could even have phone calls. We have the phone numbers of those folks. We can go to these public drive meetings. drive to the meeting. Go to the meeting. Uh, and look what happened. Under the old form, the zoo was deteriorating. Under the new form, it's thriving. Under the old form in Sacramento, Fresno State is deteriorating. The new form will thrive. And I think something important for us to know is that geographically, Fresno is unique from California because we are our own little island here. Uh, we're not part of the coastal region. We are ourselves, and, and, and that's been one of the beauties yeah. of Fresno. When I used to have corporate people come and consider moving to Fresno, that's one of the things I told them. We are more like a little town in Kansas than we are like Hollywood well, I, or San I, Francisco. I put it this way, I, and my, my degree is from Fresno State with political science, uh, and one of the things I've tried to understand is why is it, why is it that there are influences here in this community where we are a big city, but we live like a community. And I will say Fresno State is one of those. You talk to people in this town, Fresno State alum are everywhere. I also think agriculture has something to say about that because agriculture has the culture of agriculture. They care about the land. They, they are generous to the university. They're generous to our, our hospitals. I will also say I actually think that our faith-based community is part of that cohesiveness where people of all faiths, whatever it might be, uh, they have a, a, a connection with the eternal and thinking thoughts uh, 
beyond ourselves and, and trying to figure out ways that we can shed our selfishness and be open more to, to people and be generous, uh, loving people in the, in, in, in the image of God. I think all of that has something to do with why we live in a big city and yet we seem like we know everybody. And I love to live in a big city with all those amenities and a great university and a system of transportation and community colleges and, and, and airports that are robust and growing. We're doing it because I think we care about each other and I think that we have institutions and individuals who have lived out sacrificial living for the better good of all. Let's sacrifice a few pennies on a cup of coffee for the betterment of all. Yes, on measure.e.com. There's your advice, right? Well, I want to thank both of you for coming in today and enlightening us on this topic. And I want to thank all our listeners for tuning in. We will be back again next week. So uh, tune in to Welcome Home Radio. Thank you very much.